1: Johnson, how are you doing? I'm very well, thanks. Thanks for inviting me into your house. Ah, not a problem. He says you've been here for nearly 30 years. Ah, it must be. Huh? Massive garden that you've got.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's hard work. Definitely hard work. Is that why you've paved the lot? Of it? Aye, but there's a big bit of grass at the back, and all, <laughs> so it takes ages to cut that. And are you still off. doing it yourself? Aye, but I kind of, the, the, the big hedges, you know, I got I get a young boy out the day and I kind of go up the ladders. Michael's killed me.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, how are you doing today? You're alright? Aye, fine, I'm, I'm alright.
1: You were saying that you're uh, you're going to the game tomorrow, the Ajax game, eh? Predictions Aye. for the Ajax game?
2: Well, I, I hope they get a couple, I hope they get a one. It'll be a very, very hard, but I hope they get a one. At least get a draw, get a point anyway, because mm-hmm. they've not they've not got any points yet, and that would give them another boost. But they played well on Saturday against uh, Aberdeen, and if they continue with that form, they're definitely improving.
1: It's been a tough campaign for them. ah it's and a hard
2: section. Yeah, uh, they're in a hard section. You couldn't get you any harder than what uh, Liverpool. Napoli and Ajax. There is other teams I know, but in that section, to get out of that section was always going to be hard for them. Yeah.
1: Just hope that they've maybe taken a wee bit of experience and that'll aye. serve them better next year. Aye, aye. So I was put in contact with yourself through a guy called Scott Kennedy and I want to thank Scott for setting this one up. I don't think you know Scott. That's all right, you're not missing much. but <laughs> <laughs> And you kindly agreed to do the interview. Now, I'd done loads of research for, for this interview and I don't think I've ever come across anyone, never mind football, but anyone with so much stories. Is it fair to say that you're a bit of a,
2: a cult hero? I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm just a wee shy boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's when I went in the football part that I changed. Is that right? Ah, in your day were uh, well the 60s, the 70s, you were just getting kicked every week you were getting kicked and kicked. And if you didn't stand up for yourself, you were no good to the team like, you know. Mm. I and mean, in my case, I normally got sent off. So <laughs> <laughs> I got the an early bath. So why did they not get sent
1: off and you did get sent off early? Oh,
2: well, most of the times I retaliated. So for retaliation, you're gone anyway, you know. They mm. maybe get booked, but I got, I got sent off. But that was the reason I left Rangers, because uh, I got sent off. Get, and funny enough, I met the boy on Saturday. Alec Forsyth, who played with Man United and and Rangers, and I was getting in the lift, and I, I was coming out the lift, and he was coming in the lift, and I, I, I didn't I didn't recognise him, and it was so he said, "All right, what?" I went, "Oh, Alec Forsyth, Jesus Christ!" He was playing with Partick Thistle, and I was playing with Rangers, and I got he had a go at me, I had a go at him, and I ended up I got sent off, but I got ten weeks suspension because I'd been sent off a couple of times before, and the ten weeks. I knew myself the next time I got sent off I would get six months and I just said no, no that's it, I'm I'm gone. I'm I'm leaving. I'm going to England. I went to West Brom I had had a great time time of my life at West Brom. So she I, I love Rangers like, you know, and didn't get me wrong, I was great at Rangers but, but it was time for me to leave because I was I was marked. I was a marked man at, at Scotland. So was your decision? Ah uh, no, I I He offered me the car, I was 25, I think, 20, 25, and he sees a six-year contract, and I wouldn't sign it. I said, what's the point of signing a six-year contract? I said, well, I get six months. I'm not good. He says, sign the contract. I went, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, any team that comes in for me, just tell me and I'm going." And I went to West Brom, and I played the best football of my life at West Brom, uh, 25 to 32, 33. I got back in the Scotland team. Didn't it last long, right? Eh? I go back on the Scotland
3: team.
2: <laughs> 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 I missed a few days. I do you know. No, I, I, I had a great time at West I had a great time at Reds. I had a great time everywhere I went. It yeah. didn't matter where I went. I had a great time. Mm. I enjoyed it. I'm like, oh, I just wanted to play. So... When people
1: say the name Willie Johnson, what comes to mind is loads of different stuff. Do you see it as a, a gift or a curse that people remember these incidents, which we're going to talk about, but is, do you see it as a as a bit that gets in the road?
2: Oh, it's, it's, it's this year or this season, it's been great. It was 50 years ago we won the, the cup winners' cup in Barcelona. We've had a lot of nights out. But if you remembered after 50 years, it's great. You know, and... Me and myself and Colin Collinstein must be the only two footballers in the world who get serenaded on a Saturday night or a Sunday afternoon going up in the subway to
3: Queen Street Station.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we get serenaded all the way up in the, in the underground. And uh, it's, it's nice. Sometimes it's you can't be bothered with them, you know, if they're drunk they're hanging over the tap of you and shouting and bawling at you. you, you the majority of the boys are it's great. The gears, the respect, you know, we're, we're respected for what we've done.
1: Yeah. Let's go back to the beginning. Let's go way, way back. And I'll do my research. You weren't born in Fife, eh? I was born in Glasgow. That's right. Rockhill. So you're known as a Fifer, but you were actually born in, in Glasgow. How?
2: My mother came from Glasgow. Right. right. My, father, my father came to South I was born in Rockhill. And uh, it was two, two and a bit when we moved to Den. My father, he would come through to work. He was working in the gas board, and then uh, then he went to the pit. That was me. I was brought up in Den, Well,
1: For people that don't know, Fife was basically all coal towns, eh? Aye. That that side. Aye. Fife. Den. Um, Cardenden. Balangay, Lochore. Yeah. Everywhere,
2: sea so you come over here when you're two? Two, I think I'm like, ah, so they tell me. <laughs> what was it like
1: growing up in Carden at that time?
2: Oh, it was great. I was, ah, it was just a normal wee boy going out went to Dunedin school. Uh, that's when I, when I was about nine, nine, maybe ten. That's when I, I was interested, I turned an interest in football. Then I went to Ochter I was playing a team. I got. I was on the school team, and then when I left the school, I was, <laughs> I was going to be a butcher. Oh, right. And I had to work on a Saturday afternoon. But I says, No, no, I'm, I'm going to play football on a Saturday afternoon. I was playing with Bohouse Strollers, so I went to the pit. I was a miner for oh, no long. <laughs> uh, I went to the pit, and I was playing football in the afternoon Saturday, and I was picked up scouts and I was going to Man United. How old were you at this point? I was 15 and a half nearly. I was two months short of my 16th birthday. I went to Man United on trial, and they asked me to sign. But I, I, I was homesick. I was back on him. First time in my life had been away anywhere. My father was with me. He's, he, was, he was keen for me to sign for uh, Man United. And that's the first time I came across a boy called George Best,
3: who <laughs>
2: wasn't a bad player. Is that right? I thought I was the man of 15 now, nah, but he was, oh, he was exceptional. Was oh, he? Ah, even then you could, you could see the difference. So he was already there at that point, was he? Yeah, he was the same as me. He, he was there on trial and he went back to Belfast and oh, he was so sick to come back. But Man United did ask me to sign. And I didn't, and I was coming him the train, and my my father said to me, uh, "What you gonna do?" I was it was a toss-up between Rake Rovers and Rangers, All right. And I said, "I'm going to go to Rangers." And he, he said to me, "Well, never come back and tell me you made a mistake. Mm. He says you're big enough now to make your own mind up." But he, 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 deep down, he was a Rangers man. I, I, I knew that. Was that part of the decision on going to
1: Rangers? Was because you knew your dad was... No, oh, really,
2: because I had I had relations in Glasgow. I, I, I knew Glasgow quite well, and uh, when I was going through, I could go and stay at my granny's at night. If, if, if there was games when I would go and stay and go to the game, then go into the training in the morning. You Instead of getting up for Kirkory and going every day, you could go up at quarter to nine in Glasgow and be at the training ground at half nine, quarter to ten. Oh, no, it, 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 it worked too all right. Yeah, it was hard work, but no, I, 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 was, I was glad. I, I would have, I always thought I would have done well at Old Trafford because there was a couple of other boys there eh, who were getting in the first team and that when they were young. I was one part with him like, you know. Hmm. But, as I say, I, I went to Rangers. What year was that? Oh. I signed with Rangers at, at, on the ground staff. I was 15, 16, coming up for 16, 62 62. And I, I, I was on the ground staff Not you cleaning boots, painting the fence and brushing doing all the bowls for the, for the matches, you know, cleaning the terrace and all the jobs. Then you were training and then you were just tidying up and the, the wage was £6. Six and pound. £6 pound expenses and Rake Rovers offered me £12 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go to the Rovers Hi. Uh, cheap, uh, the bus we were the road <laughs> but, uh, no no I'm, 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 regrets going to Rangers mm. and then I was in the first team at 17, Jim Baxter he helped me a lot Jimmy Muller, boy just died last week he helped me a lot, David Wilson Another boy that died a couple of weeks ago, uh, Jamie helped me a lot, uh, John Gregg, uh, they were all good, Eric Caldo, Bobby Shearer, Billy Ritchie, them all, all great professionals. Yeah. That's where you learn, you learn for the end. I'd played in the reserve team on the Wednesday night at Paisley, and I didn't play well. Kemp I didn't play well. Anyway, on the Friday, when the team sheets went up. I'm looking at the reserve team and I'm not on it. <laughs> i are going up to play. The reserves were playing St. Johnson and the first team were playing St. Johnson at home. So I'm looking at the reserve team and my name's no there and I went off. So you automatically go to the third team and I'm looking at the third team and my name's no <laughs> <enough> on one <laughs> either. And I'm
3: going,
2: oh Jesus Christ, I'm, I'm, I'm not playing. And then all they, done, all they put up was... All other players report to Ibrokes at one o'clock, half one or something. Baxter said to me, What are you doing in the morning? Oh, I says, I'm not, I'm, Jim, I'm not I'm no <laughs> in the reserves, I'm not in the third team. I says, You'll have to come here? Oh, I says, I'm not coming here to watch in St Johnson or something. But Anyway, I was getting ready, changed, and I was, I'm doing the dumps because I'm I'm not getting a game, I'm not playing on Saturday. And I'm swithering whether to come back through and watch them. The trainer came in, David Kinnear came in, and he says, uh, The bosses might to see you, Scott Simon. And uh, I went upstairs, and I thought he was going to tell me I was out the door <laughs> He says, uh, Billy, you'll be playing in the first team tomorrow. Oh, Can you pick me off the of player? Can you believe it? And that, that was basically, that. was excited. I got I played, I've played a, a few games, I played about 20 games, um, uh, shortly 20 games. I was I was finding it hard it was it was hard but uh, hard in what, what respect well you didn't know who you were playing against and you, you're 17 year old and you're playing against boys 27 28 29 certainly Old pros can't every trick in the book mm. and where when I played David Wilson would come and tell me about the right back because they'd move to to outside right because Willie Henderson was injured and Davy played outside, right? and Davy always told me about the fullbacks how how they played, and they're cracked, they're slow, they're dirty, they're, and all the all the players were like that to me, to help me, you know. But it was a hard season playing so many games when you were younger, and mm. you, you do you you get a level and then you you dip, and then the confidence goes and. You think you're having a hard time, but every player goes through that. I, I was I was an inside forward. I wanted to play through the middle. with The centre forward, or just play off the centre forward. I, I was I found it. I was quick, so they stopped me to say <laughs> left. I hated outside did left. Honestly, I did. I hated with a passion. I like, played me through the middle. Oh, I, I, I done all right. But then the next season, of Hellman, I held me in. I was in the team. Left.
1: As a young player, you mentioned there Baxter, Greg, Willie Henderson, and that. As a young player, was that quite intimidating?
2: Oh, aye, yeah. yeah. oh, I mean, <laughs> you, you, you didn't open your mouth in the dressing room. You, you, they were telling you about today and where to go, and if you did open your mouth, you better make sure you were right. Here. You said <laughs> something constructive. No one just rabbled on. As I say, they were all, for me, Jimmy Muller and Greggy and, and Baxter, they were all great, good footballers. I'm not saying Jimmy was the best professional in the world, but he was, he was a fantastic footballer.
1: What like back then?
2: What was like your diet? Like what was? Oh no, <laughs> a chip body <butty> coming <laughs> on, on, on the train and a, a pork pie and a, a cup of tea. No. Diet, you met your pre-match meal you could have, maybe, when you were playing away, chicken or fish or something, you know, that was the only time, I mean, in the house you would just take what your mother gave you. Like, is that you right? Know. That was it. It's funny how the games change, is Oh, they do, right, they've got everything. they play in bowling greens, they get the best of food, they get, oh, it's unbelievable. Spoiled. Oh, definitely. And our day, we didn't, we used to... Stunned outside, you couldn't get in to half past one or something. Oh, it's, it's, it's completely changed.
1: The last interview I did was Jim Craig. Oh, aye, aye. And I asked Jim the same question and I says, what was it like? Injuries? How the cl- club kind of looked after you? And he said it was quite primitive. There was really no care.
2: Was that your experience as well, was it? There was a, a lot of boys who were trainers plus a physio. They would do the physio and, and some of them didn't they know what they were doing <laughs> half the time. And I remember when Baxter, when Baxter broke his leg in Vienna, I was for year to year, and he put it through the boy's legs, and he came back and done it again, and the boy done him, and he broke his leg, You he heard it, and Baxter would put his hand up, and David can who was the trainer and the physio, Baxter, so oh, Baxter, says to him, don't effing touch it, just get me to the hospital, it's broken. Don't you touch it. When you let him to touch his leg, but it's all changed now. I mean, the physio's worth his weight in gold. And you're a good physio if he gets you back quick. But mm. it's all a little better now. Better mm. Before it was, as you say, a cold sponge. <laughs> 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 I'm smelling salt. Yeah, for a broken ankle or something, you know. Yeah. I in the ball at Armden yeah. in the cup final and me Jimmy was trying to kill me and Jim Craig kept batting off and anyway I just sat, dude, that was a no no, you didn't do But I went in and uh, we had Monday off. We'd, we'd won the cup on the Saturday and we got Monday off and I went in on the Tuesday, we Bobby Muffet the doorman, at that time Bobby, Bobby was there for a hundred years I think, he says, eh, Bud upstairs. I said, upstairs? Aye, and he's not in a good mood. I oh went, what a day. Saturday night, I went out, turned the wife out, went to the pub, had a couple of drinks. That was me. It was only a Saturday I would go out. Anyway, I went in, Tuesday morning, went into the room, and Waddle had a big desk, and all I could see was the tap of his glasses, and he says, Bud, this is no fan mail. You want to read these letters? Is that right? I read Celtic support. <laughs> <laughs> I read Celtic support. He says, what did you do? I said, I don't know, what do you mean what did I do? He said, Did you sit in the ball? I said, No, I never sat in the ball. I said, what happened was the elastic of my shorts broke and I had to bend in to pull to get them <laughs> up. He went, What? He says, Your joke, I said, Find the week's wages and a public apology. I said, You can find me, but I'm not making a public apology. <laughs> Certainly were a good team. When they won the, the, the Lisbon Lions mm. were a good team. And we we weren't bad. We we weren't as good as them. But we, we, the thing about Celtic at that time was Jock Stein. Scott Simon was coming at the end of his career. and okay, Jock was just starting that sort of thing, and that was the big difference. The management, Man- mm. the manager side, that helped. But Celtic were some cracking players at Celtic. Jim Craig was one of them. Tommy Gamble, Billy McNeil, uh, John Clark. Wee Jimmy, Bobby Lennox. Oh, geez. Just household names, eh? Oh, aye, aye. We're playing against, We're playing against them every well, four or five times I've seen them. Six times I've seen You're playing the cups, but uh, they're always good games. You know, they come out and talk. We come out and talk. We beat them. I'd be honest. They beat us, but they were a good side. Sixty-seven, obviously, there's is, is
1: remembered for the Lisbon Lions. But what's kind of forgotten is. Hughes got to the Cup Winners Cup final and lost Bayern Munich but Bayern Munich do you think the 60s and the 70s was like a golden period for like Scottish football
2: oh aye there were a lot of good players a lot of good really good players a lot of good teams come on up with a good side Hearts Hibs aye Celtic Rangers in Europe they're doing well well that had been the first time we would have been the first city in Europe Glasgow to win the two European trophies European Cup and the Cup Winners Cup. If we had won Celtic won the week before we played the final. Right. And we played in Nuremberg. It was full Germans. We got to beat one 0 next a time. And that was bad. To come back to Glasgow. Celtic come back to thousands. We come back to a man <laughs> dog. dug. <laughs> 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 we got some stick with that. But that's what when you when you talk about the sixty seven man that's what I always said about when we go to the final again in the seventy two one, you don't realise how hard it is and you're no one to get beat a second time. You came up like it is to get beat. Mm. Yeah, you know, you're hoping you won. And seventy two that, that's that's all I was thinking about was what won this. To, can I get beat here? Yeah. After the the teams were put out like you wrong. So
1: there was a there was a period of time Rangers were in a bit of a transition, eh? The, oh. Um, you were saying there about Scott Simon. Scott Simon
2: left. Davy White came on.
1: Rangers are in a bit of transition. Celtic have been pretty dominant. I don't think Rangers won a trophy for like five no, years no. or something, no, eh? No, it
2: was a long time. A league cup, we won a League Cup, I think. It was. Right. But it was like the Glasgow Cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Which Jim Craig says is the nicest medal that he's got. The Glasgow one, aye. He said it's the nicest aye, one. Aye, it is. Nice. Uh. When do things kind of start changing for Rangers?
2: After the Berwick game, we got beat by Berwick Rangers in the Cup 67. That's when Scott Simon left and they brought in Davy White. And Davy was good, tactically Davy was good, but he was awfully of young. He was only 36, 37 when he got the job, you know. Uh, the papers slaughtered Waddle, especially Wally Waddle slaughtered him. And then Waddle came in in 1970, broke big joke with him. And that's what the club needed at that time, just a clean-out.
1: So for people that don't know, Davy White was manager. Willie Waddle was actually a journalist at the time. Uh-huh. And he was writing articles slating Rangers.
2: Do you think that was intentional to try and get himself... Well, he'd already managed at Kilmarnock. And he won the league with Kilmarnock way back in 63, 62, 63. He was a big Rangers man anyway. Willie Waddle at Rangers was... One of the top boys in the 40s and 50s. I think he was angling for the job itself, like you know, yeah. what I think? because he used to give David White some stick in the paper, I minded that, and the players. And then he came in as manager. Oh, Jesus, it was, it was just woof. Waddle was ruthless. Is that what made him so good? Aye, and plus he had Big Joke as a backup. He didn't argue with Big Joke, he just battered you. <laughs> I respected world because for what he did he, he could be nasty side to him or not, which every manager got that anyway and needs that You may not see all the time but they can be Can you give me an example like a nasty when you're saying
1: like a nasty side there
2: They could mess you boot at that time Well mind me Alec Ferguson case when Fergie was at uh, Rangers and Fergie was having a hard time it it was a bit in the paper about him Marrying a Catholic or something like that at that time. Fergie ended up in the third team. They'd bought him for Don Ferman and he ended up in the third team. And he was getting on the bus to go to Hartlepool Saturday morning at 8 o'clock in the morning or something. And Wally Thornton was taking the third team down to Hartlepool. And she says, by the way Alec, you're going to Hartlepool but you're not playing. They tell him all the way down to Hartlepool. Sat him on the bench, but he didn't get on them. And they could tell you to come in at 7 o'clock in the morning for training your gear would be there you had to be there if you didn't turn up you were fined it was wise nice to get you but now they've got freedom of contract they just wait their contract to move on there was no player power oh aye, aye. well we, we, we didn't have player power I can assure you a manager's power at that time mm. he was God and, and do you, do you and
1: think that's a good thing or do
2: you think that's a- no I think the coach and then somebody else looking after the money side okay. whereas there is the manager, at that time, he, he done everything, contracts, coaching, scouting. I mean, it's all, all he does now do is takes the first team squad and trains them. His, or he'll maybe say to the directors, I need so-and-so, and it's going to cost. The other boy goes and gets it. He'll tell the boy what he wants.
1: Whereas, back when you were playing, do you think managers kind of abuse the power sometimes? Oh, definitely.
2: Aye. Oh, there were some boys. Oof. You know, a lot of stories about managers and oh. and just you could pick players out of the game, similar as that. If you didn't, if you fell out with them, or you just put you in the reserve team for a couple of months, cut your wages, done it. Oh, anything.
1: Willie Waddle takes over. What's the first thing that you notice changing
2: in the club? Well, at that time there was Baxter Henderson. There was a lot of things going on after the park that shouldn't have been going on. There was a lot of drinking going on, a lot of other things going on. And what come in and says, That always stops. I know what these are up to, where he's going, on oh, this. This stops now. This is Rangers Football Club, and you're going to act and behave like oh, Rangers. Then he had a big joke as a backup. and joke was brilliant getting you fit. Tactics. But fitness-wise, definitely. That's where the big change came. But Waddle ruled. all ruled. He's didn't mess him up, You were
1: scared. You had that fear. You,
2: you, you had the fear factor. Ah, oh, you would argue with him. Oh, I had a lot of arguments with him, but he always won. <laughs> <laughs> you never got the better of him. Definitely did not get the better of him. Not well, but I know. I mean, I had arguments with him all the time, but no, nah, he was playing Celtic in September and I was having a hard time and it team anyway anyway I'm playing and he says, By the way, bud, if we get a penalty today, you're taking it and I'm going, What? And we did get a penalty <laughs> <laughs> And I'll say I the board," and say, I think I shot my eyes and I, hit it. I scored. And enter that, I never done nothing wrong. But I was going up he was going to Waddle's office during the week and say, you go. got to drop me. I'm getting stuck I'm getting booed, I'm getting this She says, you'll play through it, you'll play through it. Which I did, but if I'd missed (laughs) apparently it would have been a different different thing altogether. But what, no, no, he he was hard. He could be ruthless at times, well he was at times to certain players. But it was, all for the benefit of the club, to make the club better than what it was.
1: So Willie Waddle comes in, takes over, kind of transforms the club a bit. Before we get to 72, I don't think you can really talk about 72 until you talk about 71, the Ibrox disaster. Oh. Are you comfortable talking about that?
2: or? Uh, well, I didn't play in the Ibrox disaster game. Right, I was okay. suspended. My pal, Steenie, who still has nightmares about it, yeah. Gone. What do you remember about... I the- remember my brothers were there. And I was having a party at night in the house, New Year's party. I, I couldn't get in touch with them at that time, with any mobile phones or anything like that. And, and uh, I knew where they were, I knew, I, I knew they weren't even the so I knew they were in the stand because I'd got them tickets. But I had a lot of good boys, a lot of boys I knew. Uh, they turned up at the party at night, thank Christ. Uh oh, it was frightening. It was. But, but well, that was terrible. Honest. We had to go to boys through here. We'd go to a lot of funerals. The boys in Edinburgh would go to the funerals. The boys in Glasgow would go to the funerals. The mind gone, we had to go in. We had to go to funerals everywhere, at Glasgow and all But the worst one was uh, the five boys from Markinch, Young boys, they were 16, 17 or something. And then when you did see it, the barriers and well, Burkhorn, me and, and the Terrace, it was, it was a death trap. Because we, we used to train there, you know, up and down the Terrace and all that. Oh. But Steeney, i do not talk about it. honestly, know Because he scored the equaliser, and that's when they were trying to come back in. A lot of them were leaving. there was, was one man for Celtic. Collins scored the equaliser. And all oh, the fans it, it had been gone out trying to come in, the fans were gone down
1: and that's what's caused that. ah it
2: buckled oh.
1: you see the pictures eh? it's horrible oh right? no
2: it was like that honest it was hard hard when you were running up didn't mm-hmm. I imagine thousands of people getting crushed and like solid
1: metal barriers ah
2: buckled buckled just due to the weight of people eh? ah crushed scary eh I was in there they were bringing them into the the bodies in came in the eye box. They were in the dressing room and the gym, or in the corridors. Oh. So he says there about the the funeral at Mark Inch, and that was the worst
1: one. And was that because the boys were younger? Because they were for five, and it was something that you could connect with. What was what was that about that one?
2: I don't know. I was just I, I suppose because they were fife like you know. I didn't know. I don't. I I didn't know them. I was at their funerals, but I didn't know them. I can imagine what their, yeah, what their mothers and fathers were going through just to go to a football match eh? mm. and not come home.
1: And what impact did did it have on not just you but the? the oh,
2: it did. It had a big impact on the players. Definitely did. And that's the, the, that season, the following season when we went to the final. It, it was a bit one in it for the fans, you know. They, they deserved something, mm. and that's that's what we were trying to do, just to won them a cup won something.
1: them so the following year is the famous 72-2 season eh? what do you remember about that season
2: <laughs> I can remember eh, going to play in Europe and then when we come back from Europe we're beaten <laughs> the
3: way we were getting
2: beat on the we played Torino or somebody and, and eh, we came back on the Saturday eh? I can't mind who we played we got beat it anyway. I know that. We had a great result in Europe. There we were getting beaten <laughs> in, the, in the league matches in, in, and anyway. No much has changed then. No, no. I know you always get a reaction for it. if you have a big game midweek, you're traveling back maybe on the Thursday, and you get him Thursday, then you're in on Friday, and you're playing Saturday again. You do get a reaction and it's, if, you, if you were playing like Italy or, or, or Spain or the, the crowds and then you you go to say Airdrie or, or <laughs> wherever you went like you know aye aye you, you, it, was, it was so the atmosphere here sort of thing you know? so do you think
1: the, the effect was, wasn't was so much like physical tired it was like the mental side of it was aye, it aye
2: aye definitely but we, we that season we, we definitely played we were a good team Cause we were a, a, a very balanced team. We had natural. We had Wally Madison, Dave Smith, Alec McDonald, and myself, left-sided players. And then you had Sandy, Greggy, uh, Alfie. We only have Tommy McLean, and they were all natural right-sided players. And then you had big Steenie through the middle, like you know. We were a good team. Yeah, were a, a very hard team to beat, put it that way.
1: So, 72, you play, the first game starred Rennes.
2: Rennes, French side.
1: When he's playing the competition, like have you got ambitions to win it?
2: Oh, you're hoping. You're hoping you go, we, we weren't bad in Europe. We went to a few semi-finals and got beat. And uh, we went to a final in 67 and got beat. And we were always knocking at the door, quarter, quarter-finals, semi-finals. Uh, we, we, we did, well, one final we got beat, the other final we won. And in between, we missed out a couple of times. We got into the other finals. No, the 72-1, I think because of the Ibrox disaster and the way we were playing in Europe that season, we fancied your chances. What do you remember about the European run? For me, the, well, we played Rennes, Sporting Lisbon, the one in Sporting Lisbon, the night the penalty kicks were thin. It's crazy, yeah? And And the referee didn't know the rules. <laughs> and <laughs> they scored theirs, and we missed theirs. Right. And uh, we all we were right. One of the reporters that come in, didn't they know? Big joke, didn't they know? And we were all sitting there like that, and the oh, went, what, what are you so worried about? you a, a wee go scout. Yeah. And it was until the next day that we found out that we didn't need to take the penalties.
1: Yeah, it, this was the first year that away, the away goals rule was Aye, introduced.
2: Aye, the county does. Aye, if you scored away for, well, we, we were we were not bad. We scored. In fact, the goals I scored in it. My goals were all away for him. I never scored at home, in not <laughs> run, I didn't. Aye. I scored them. I scored them all away for him. The night we played Bayern Munich at Ibrox, thats the best atmosphere I have ever ever played, and that's. Scotland, England at Wembley, Celtic Rangers at Hamden. That atmosphere that night was unbelievable. You felt it. You knew walking down the tunnel and you, you, oh, and it was the hairs up and you're oh, you're bouncing. You're oh, I, I, I honestly, it was. I've always said that, that that for me was the final. Yeah, the semi-final at Ibrox. So, this is Beckenbauer's
1: Bayern Munich. Oh,
2: <laughs> I mean, they had 70 internationals. Had, most of the German team came from Munich at that time, but they were playing with Bayern Munich. We got murdered there, they had 1 1. And I always remember me me and uh, Stine, we were playing, like, I was playing up through the middle with Stine. I wasn't so much wide, I was getting to come in and do this. And all we'd done was kept, try to keep their back four. Quite as possible. And after the game, I was knackered. I was in the toilet having a fag as normal. And I was in the shower and I just sat doing. Honest, I was knackered. Because we'd done that much running. And Jim Denny come in. He says, Come on, bud. The boy's had an hurry. We're going to get back to the hotel and get a drink and that. I says, Jim, I'm knackered, man. Just take your time. He says, What about that bacon bar? He says, only got one foot. I said, he's one foot, And that's when we started calling Jim Danny (laughs) (laughs) Pelley. Honest, I couldn't believe it. He said, he's only got one foot. I said, one foot, it's a fucking wand he's got. No, he was a great player. But uh, at broke Steenie got to him at Ibrox, Steenie had him. Steenie didn't didn't, never give him a minute. Mm -hmm. Well, we didn't give him a minute. You know, get into him, leave your fit and kick up many. But they lost the plot at Ibrox. Munich that night. You were two up pretty early, eh? Aye, ah, Sunday scored. Sunday had one for about 30 yards that flew in the top corner. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. Man.
0: He's turned up towards the halfway line. Johnston through to Jordan. Jardin working his winfield, trying a left foot, shot That is it's a good one, it's there. A
2: sensation! But, uh, and then Parley scored. No, oh, that, that night was... The best atmosphere I've ever played. Over it comes. Punched away
0: one handed and a chance of a goal.
3: Wipley gives it.
1: Derek and you brought your party trick out that night again. You sat on the ball I again. I did that- sit on the ball that night.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did sit on the ball, yes. That was the same thing. The boy kept biting half and it. Come on. Well, the other one is that night, and you know, when you know, no long ago, go, about five, ten minutes, and I've got a corner, and I'm shouting to me, Doddy, come out. Doddy's come out, and I'm saying, take the corner, and I'm going in the middle, take the corner. I can't take corners. I says, well, take, the fuck, take the fucking corner. He says, well, I can't take corners. I says, Dory, just take the corner, I'm knackered, I'm going in the middle. He says, I can't take corners because everybody looks at you when they take a the corner. <laughs> I says, well, what have you been doing for the last eighty minutes? People don't be looking at you like. He never taken a corner in his life, no. Dory. He played outside life for St. George's. And he, never, he played for the Hearts. He, he played 500-odd games for Rangers never taken a corner. Still talking about it, yeah, when I see him. Uh-huh. I see him on the match days. And I take the corner and I just put it away in the terrace. <laughs> I did, deliver it a big bit at the back of the goals. And I, I, I lost it. I said, I'm no putting it in the box, so I'm probably clear and got the path uh-huh. I, I kicked it, I, I did, deliberately kick to you plate.
1: Brilliant. Bayern Munich are regarded as the best, the best team in Europe. Oh, at though.
2: that time, I they, they were, they were, that was the start for them eh, and all, the, okay. Winning the European Cup, the three in a row or something. It was them and Ajax at that time and all, yeah
1: which means you get to the final against Moscow Dynamo, whereas nowadays it's Dynamo Moscow. Uh, but you, you're playing the mm-hmm. the Russians eh? mm-hmm. at, uh, at the New Camp. What do you remember
2: about the the build up and the, the day? I remember uh, the build up when uh, Big Colin Jackson got injured the, the, the day before the game, twisted his ankle, and he wasn't playing. And I was a, we didn't know who was going to play centre half had, well lucky enough, Big Derek Johnson, then it was a toss-up between Alfie, Alfie Conn and uh, Andy Penman, who was going to play inside right, and Waddle gave it to Alfie, Big Derek, second half, but Dave Smith, Dave was man of the match, Dave helped him playing at the back, alongside him, like you know, and Greggy, Greggy was not fit, he had a bad shin, but he had a big, a big pad on it, he nailed the boy, the, the wee boy, First 10 minutes. Boy was a good player, a midfield player for them, because Waddle had went and watched them in Moscow come back with a Josiah around them, and he, this boy was the man made them tick. <laughs> he just halved them into two, <laughs> honestly, he did. He would have been sent off anywhere else. The boys hardly kicked a ball.
1: And is, did that instruction come for Willie Waddle? Well,
2: <laughs> <laughs> say that, come joke. Greg could handle himself. Yeah. What do you remember about the game? Oh, no, no, no. I did not remember a lot about the game. I mean, the, I knew when Smithy broke out the defence that he wasn't going to cross it with his right foot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't even bring it back to his left. So, yep. I, and I'm making a run to the wing and to the box. To get a run on the boy. And I got a run on the boy and I just glanced down in the corner. Here's Dave Smith.
0: Smith going up.
3: Oh, it? It's a good ball, it's a
0: goal. It's a goal by Willie Johnston. It's a goal by Johnston and this time the range of support is on coming on, thankfully. But there it is, watch it, number two this time. The Russian defence cut out in the middle. Willie
2: Johnston's up there, a neat flick, and he's flicking the goalkeeper completely deceived, Rangers 2 nothing up. And then at half-time we were up and I said to Peter, launch them, because they, they were coming up, pushing, we were 2-0 doing, and we were, I'm saying, just hit a few at the top, right in the corner, and that's how I, I scored the second goal, I, I just, I, I knew where it was going, and I, I ran and then went in and scored.
0: Rangers will be quite content to keep possession of the ball in the second half. As long as that score remains. Steen and here's Willie Johnston with a chance. And it's a goal. It's a goal by Johnston. Right out of the blue. Rangers three up. Incredibly three up. The start of the second half. Here it comes though. Watch how the Russian defense was absolutely cut out. Down towards Johnston and he comes in at the back. They look towards the linesman. They picked his spot. It looked as if he might have hit it too late, but no, the goalkeeper is slow going down. And there we are, Rangers 3 0 up. 3 and a quarter minutes in to be precise.
2: Best pass Big Peter ever made in his life. Aye. <laughs> he launched one. Gracious, he said, could have launched it with the ground.
1: So the keeper launches a big kick. You latch on it and put it away, for your second goal of the European Cup Winners Cup final, eh? Aye. So you're 3-0 up. Aye. <laughs> Aye. So you're, it,
2: it's party time, eh? Uh, well, we think thinking it's party time. <laughs> Aye. We, we had uh, put a lot of effort in, in the last 10-15 minutes. They scored and then they scored again. We were saying, well, I'm saying, oh, no, no again. Please, when We won. we got through. But you the fans on. came on. That, that's what... Spoiler and no, all, you know. No getting the cup. We got the cup inside. We weren't sure if we were going to get the cup or not.
1: So you finished 3 2 winners?
2: 3 2, aye. The,
1: the fans jumped on too early as well, eh?
2: Aye. A couple of minutes ago and they were on the park. Waddle had to go along to see the referee or someone and we were on his room and then Waddle came back and Gregory went along with him and they. Present presenting up with a cup in the hall or something, Is that right? <laughs> And then they come back in with a cup. Aye. Nah. Nah, then it was party time. Nah, right? Then it yeah. was party time. Yeah, it was party time. <laughs> right. nah, the boys were having a party. What happened that night? Do you remember? <laughs> Aye, oh, I remember. The way oh, the weiss were there. The weiss were in Sidges, outside Barcelona. We were up in the hills. We were up in, well, up in the mountains. The wife saw come back to the hotel and we are having some eating or drinking that and Mauro come in She's right. All the wives on the bus back to the rain hotel. She's says, this is a night for the boys. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, wives. Is that right? I went to see the wives for a week, a week and he sent them
3: all
2: away. I mean, <laughs>
3: the,
2: the big meeting we had before Barcelona, we got him done and he just come in an old chair, there used to be a chair sat in the corner, and one will come in, picks the chair up, slams the door, sits right in the middle of the dressing room. Why is the manager of Rangers Football Club in this dressing room? I want to talk about a bonus. A bonus? A bonus? You're playing for that. You're playing for the jersey. You can't eat jerseys, boys. <laughs> we got beaten in 67, John Lawrence, the chairman at that time, gave us all £500 pounds for getting to the final, and we got beat. So when we got to the final in Barcelona, he, he, he asked me, Tommy, first. He went to be Tom, Tom McLean. He, he he bought Tom come Kilmarnock. He knew Tom, and Tom was shit scared of the, the, the boss, boss, eh, the boys, the boys are, eh, eh, want to see you and talk about this. <laughs> and I'm going, I'll tell you what we want. You'll get your turn. So, dude. Um, anyway, it came to me, I says, right, this is what we want. £2,000. <laughs> Two £2,000. <laughs> is
3: that
2: between you? That's what he said. Is that between you? Oh, we didn't know. We didn't, we, Rangers would never tell you a bonus. But if you done well in Europe, you got good bonuses. We were at Big Peter's Wedding the following week after we won it. Uh, Waddle came in at night. Me and Sandy and the wife and and all the boys were there. And I had phoned in about the wages. What was the wages that week? And the wee lassie told me, she says, "Buddy, you got a bonus of £2,000? I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. And I was telling them, Greggy and that, eh, we'll go to the bonus. Oh, and they're all like, oh, that was great. you know. It was a good bonus. Hmm. And what will come in at night. Boss, thanks very much. Brilliant. He says, "Bud, see if you had in the arguing with me. I was giving you three thousand. <laughs> <laughs> you could not beat this man, could oh, oh, you? Couldn't <laughs>
3: you couldn't have beat
2: him. And ah, uh, anyway, he, 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 he looked after us for that. Brilliant. Brilliant, you know. Do you know what two thousand is worth, worth nowadays? Well, we after fifty years. Like after 50 years, I If you'd invested the 2,000. If you'd invested oh, it. In... yeah, a, a few quid. Uh-huh. But that, that 50 years there, the Rangers Football Club gave the Barcelona boys £1,972, a cheque, 1972. Didn't he give us 2,000 <laughs> 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 pounds? £1,972. Brilliant. Ah, we got a per, per 50 year. Aye. I said, that works in about a shilling a week. <laughs> Interest. <laughs>
1: See, every stage that you go through in the European competition, do you get bonuses for every game or every yeah. victory you're getting at that?
2: You, at that time, you were getting, well, there was some games where we were playing and the bonus would be £500, depending on what the crowds were at Ivox. At mm. that time, you were £78,000 at Ivox every, every European night, mm. anyway. But the bonuses were good. And the further you went in the competition, the better they go. Was that a big motivation for you at the time? or is... Well, when you were on £40, £60 a week and you're playing for a bonus of 500 it gives you a wee bit extra, I think. Hmm. You're not really thinking about the money, you've only won the cup. But the bonus is. all right, Especially at that time. Big booster. It was good money.
3: By the cloud is the city of Glasgow, where all the good. Lord George, best and all But give me the lad we call Willie Jake Johnson, the king of the ball and all. But give me
1: the We call Jay. Johnson the king Of the The Milan Bear ass, Do you think that you could still
2: be Effective as a winger In today's game? Oh aye, oh aye They're going by people On the outside, not on the inside <laughs> Crossing the ball, make sure it's going in They're cutting it back you still can't de- it's hard to defend against that. Getting to the byline. Yeah, the byline. You don't see many of them going to the byline.
1: 56ASAP asks, What was Willie Waddell's response when you asked for a pay rise during the new contract talks? Bearing in mind you just won a European
2: trophy. Uh, £5. Pound. Says, I'll give you a five pound rise and a six year contract. I said, stick it. <laughs> <laughs> what were you expecting? Oh, I was wanting eighty. I was one sixty, sixty, but I wanted eighty. He said, I'll give you sixty five. I said, I'm not. I'd go to the suspension and that's when I said, I'm didn't bother a bit I was through contract anyway. I had not signed a contract. And he was phoning me up telling me, Come and sign this contract. I said, I'm not, i I'm no I'm no I'm one of you. But Warhol, Warhol, Warhol used to go about switching lights off, cutting carbolic soap up, slicing it up, <laughs> and oh, anything else to save money. Warhol was saving money. Oh, unbelievable. If have you, have you spoke money to your boss, it was a nut. You're not getting that. You're not getting that. Bud
1: Light is asking... Is Steen the best striker you've ever played with?
2: He's close to it. Uh, well, aye, he is, possibly. but Dennis Law, Kenny Dalglish, who else? Alan Gilzean, maybe. But, uh, God, no, Steen was good, very good. What made him so good? Just his work rate. His work rate, and he, he, he was either foot, he could hit them with either foot, plus he was good in the air, and he scored a lot of goals, as said. Who were the best players that he played with and against? Oh, loads. Oh, played with Jim Baxter, George Best, John Gregg, Willie Henderson. The 72 team, every one of them were good players. Foreign players, some crackers, played against a lot of them. Outstanding footballer. Too many, really. loads. Loads. At that time, 60s and 70s. Oh, Beckenbauer, aye. Cruyff. Did you play against Cruyff? Ah, uh-huh. Oh, I yeah, a, a,
1: a lot of good, 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 I, good, 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 good,
2: good,
0: good,
2: good, 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 I good, 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 I good, <laughs> I, I, good, uh, good, and I said to the nurse, nurse what, What's the score? What's, it's 1 0 for the Rangers. i went, mean, well, no, That's no bad. Iberic Rangers. I'm Oh, no, terrible. Oh, jeez.
1: I do a feature on the podcast, it's called Shite Bag If You Didn't, and I set everybody a challenge. Are you willing to take your challenge? Uh, well, Aye. Willie, you used to own a pub. Yeah. Called the Portbury. Portbury Bar, yes. The Portbury Bar. Did you enjoy your time as a as a publican? Yeah, I did. Sorry. Yeah?
2: I did 20
1: odd year eh? So you're, the Portbury used to be here in Kirkcaldy. Uh-huh. So you'll be quite familiar with pints of alcohol. What I'm going to do, I'm going to give you descriptions of five different drinks, and I'm going to see if you can guess what, what drink
3: it is, all right?
0: Chide bag if you d a eh.
1: Number one, it's brewed with simple quality ingredients. This lager is 4% alcohol and is made with the fresh Highland water from Loch Katrine, Exceptional Scottish malted barley hops and a unique historic strain of yeast. This perfectly balanced, crisp, refreshing taste is... You're well, to say tenet's Lager. It's Tenet's Lager. <laughs> There's the first one. Next one. This is a classic Belgian Lager. Golden in colour with a floral hop aroma and fruity malty sweetness. It's got a soft, dry finish. With 5% alcohol, all natural ingredients give a clean, crisp palate. It's a pint of... Oh uh,
2: no. What's the first layer? S. Oh, I was gonna say Skull, but it's not Skull. It's not Skull? No. Uh, no. No, no,
1: no, It's a pint of Stella. Stella.
3: That's <laughs> 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 seed uh,
1: this is the third one. Famous for being dark, creamy and foamy. This stout is made from water, malted and roasted barley, hops and yeast. Four point two per cent alcohol. It can feel like a meal in a glass. Oh Guinness. Of course it's gonna <laughs> it? Right, the next one is a Scot another Scottish one. This is a distinctive refreshing modern beer for Scotland, launched in twenty eleven. Can leave an aftertaste of caramel. Uh, Best. It is a pint of best. Best. (laughs) (laughs) You've got three out of four so far. Last one. This is the UK's number one lager. It's made in Burton-on-Trent. It's brewed to have the perfect balance of sweetness and bitterness. Giving it a refreshing taste with 4% alcohol. Mm. It's a pint of... Carline. It is a pint of Carline. Superb. <laughs> <laughs> Four out of
3: five. For fuck's sake! Sorry mate, I'll buy you another one. You've ruined my fucking suit, you fucking idiots! I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. Well, oh, sorry's not going to drive me off, you cunt. Chill no, down Frank, where the man says he's sorry! Oh, sorry enough for being a fuck, cunt. Fuck you, if you can't hold a pint you shouldn't be in the pub mate, now fuck off.
1: You said you had the pub for 20 years? 20 year, huh? 20 years. Yeah. Is that what you've done as soon as you retired? Well, I left the hearts on the, the
2: Thursday and I opened the pub in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> Aye. Aye. I was right out of the pub. Aye. I knew the pub anyway. I used to go in the pub and I, I, I knew about this at the back. This was all tenements. Oh, Well, here and you couldn't see it. And I knew... There was a house here, I know. When I came to get the pub, it was about this, the area. There used to be uh, workshops up here. All right, okay. When you, can, you come up, the, it was tenements, and you come up a close. There was three storage, three flats, one, two, three. And they had their allotments, wee allotments out here, We ah, gardens right. out here. But then, when they redeveloped it all, <laughs> the boy says, well, we'll go to fence it off, came the fence down the side and that, and the wall, they had to build a wall.
3: Right.
2: And he says, That's us, we're finished. He says, When i come up, I went, Jesus fucking
3: great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> fucking enormous. Aye. Uh-huh.
2: It's massive. Absolutely oh, aye, massive. It's eh? too big. Right. It's too big for me, yeah. No? Do you miss having the pub? Ah, uh, not really, when my wife died, uh, that was it, I, I, I uh, no, I, no, I do, I, I, I still help out sometimes along the beach if the wee help her out on a Friday night if I'm no doing anything on the weekend, but uh, no, I like, I like a pub, a pub, no, witherspoons are, a, a pub can, all the boys in the pub on a Sunday or a mm. Saturday night whenever you meet them what do you enjoy just, about just it? just the boys meeting the boys talking all of the getting drunk talking all the shit. aye
1: <laughs> you when you uh, the Cup Winners Cup with Rangers and you go to renegotiate your contract but you said earlier that you had it in your head that you were leaving eh?
2: aye you go to West Brom what do you remember about
1: your time at West Brom? I
2: remember we were a good team. A good, uh, we had uh, Big Cyril, Laurie, Brian Robson, Derek Statham, John Wilde, Alistair Robertson, oh, Ali Brown, Tony Brown. And uh, funny enough, the year, some 78, when I got sent home for Argentina, we had qualified to get into Europe. The 77 season, we finished third, fourth in the league or something. And we go into Europe, and I didn't just get banned for Scotland. I got banned for Europe, and all. not have a I couldn't play in Europe, and the, that, the, that was the ban. I go, ah, banned up the Scotland one, but then take your club one away, you know. But no, I I, 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 I played my best football at, at West Brom for twenty six to thirty two. I, I played. I was playing really well. And I, I got back in the Scotland team, I was dead chuffed about that because I hadn't played 68, 69 or something I played for Scotland and then I got back in at 76, 77 or something. And actually I got mere caps at West Brom what I did at Rangers. Why did you think that was? There was a big gap. Well, at that time I was I I was the, I was the playing well. I went to West Brom 72 and we got relegated. When I went doing the third bolt in the league. <laughs> I went in December, and they'd bought me for crossing the ball for Jeff Arsenal. And Big Jeff was injured. He was getting cartilages out every other week, I hardly played a game well. And we got relegated, and we were in 73, 74, 75. We were in uh, the second division. It was the first division, and the second division. And then we go once we got promotion back into the first division I I got back in the Scotland team once I was back in the but there were a lot of good players at that time you know, playing for Scotland the wingers and that Hmm. but I was chuffed to get back into the the Scotland team Hmm. Who signed you for West Brom? Don Howe and then I had uh, Ronnie Allen and then John Giles and Ron Atkinson Big Ron Ron was the last one I had I left when I left West Brom it was 79, 79 and I went to Vancouver, and I had a great time in Vancouver. Mm. We won the Soccer Bowl in, in Vancouver, in New York, and uh, Bar played for New York course at the time. <laughs> nah, yeah, as I said I, I love West Brom, I'm going great at West Brom with the fans and that. I was a rascal, I was doing you know, the, the stupid stuff and that, you know. We were playing you Nottingham know, Forest, and it was coffee. And I never got on with Coffee. Coffee didn't like me because I was keeping John Robertson out there, the Scotland team. And he, I had this mask in the dressing room, and Big Ron says, Spit on when you go out. And I don't the right point. I said, Me with this. And i might what I used to do with Len. Len Cantello, who played tell who played right side in mid, midfield. Len was great at hitting the ball from of the right to the left. And I would trap it with Mars and the fullback. Oh shit! Big Viv Anderson, big, big, great right back first, not a and big Ron see me do it in front of the doggy mud, and I done it in front of coffee I got anyway a dog, and big then the boy was running towards me and I ruined him and away again. It was all cheeky stuff.
1: So and Ron Atkinson's encouraging
2: you to do this. Oh, he Ron, Ron was my. I mean, if you won every game 5-4, one would be out uh, moon. You, you know, one no, was the good to him. He wanted, he, he wanted to play football. He wanted to uh, entertain the fans, which was good. Uh, he, oh, he loved it. He, he, same when he went to Old Trafford. He was, he was always great games, you know, high-scoring games and that. Mm. That's what he wanted, to, to play football. Would you say he was, I don't want
1: to say the best manager, but... The manager that got the best out of you because oh John Giles, John Giles,
2: Ah, John when John came John John was player player manager and he was playing in the team he left the Leeds team and Leeds mm-hmm. were a good team then and he came to us and he was still playing he was thirty five thirty six Giles but he was good John John was good Ron was good Ronnie Allen was good and all but so was Don How Don How was a great coach but. He went. He the the tree like a wee schoolboy, but he, his coaching was good. I learned more in England in seven years, while I learned at Rangers in ten years. You got with the coaching and playing at a higher level. You were playing for Rangers, but you were playing like Airdrie oh, as. I'm no one no of teams, or not. no. But it was and a lower level. To, you were going to Arsenal, you were going to Tottenham, you were going to Liverpool, you were going to Derby, you were going to Forest, arsenal Villa, uh, Newcastle, and it was, it was. You had to perform at a higher level, be more consistent. Aye. And I had a bit in the programme about being a kid gardener, and I was on the lookout for a greenhouse. You weren't, you was here in the windy, that's how close the fans were to you. And we running track round it. And I, I used to throw it long, shy it long, and take corner kicks and that. So anyway, i am taking a corner kick this day, and I'm pitting the boy doing the and i back, and the boy shout, Willie, Willie, I've got a greenhouse for sale. I oh, went, a greenhouse, hang on. So I've got to take the corner, you know. So the next time I come down and get a throw in and, and he's talking to me, I go, Willie, willie I've got this green out, are you interested? And I'm going, much? He says 80 pounds. I went, oh no, I'm not buying I'm not wanting a green at 80 pounds. <laughs> and I'm, I'm throwing the ball. I was getting to, it went on for a couple of weeks, the, the home games, and he was always in the same seat and he kept tipping me and kept tipping me. And I was the corner, taking corner kicks Getting throw-ins deliberate just to go. <laughs> to honest, I was. I was getting kill- corners and throw-ins so I could talk to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got up to fifty pounds. No way. Aye, uh, honest. I did. I got the green house, Did you? I did. I bought the green in between corners and throws Oh, but I went. But I went. What a story that is. It's
1: <laughs> true, honest. Oh,
2: but I went. Even if the ball went in the crowd they were throwing it back to you, this boy seemed to be there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Every week. Would, and it, it was just through the, the bit in the programme about being a keen gardener that it, it come about. Well, that's brilliant. And Brighton, we're in the third division. Right. And we're in the, we're in the, the first division. And we just knocked Liverpool out the round before and we're playing Brighton. And we're getting beat 1-0. And I've got the ball, and I'm doing amazing. And I passed it inside, and I hit the referee. And I'm going, for fuck's sake, give to the road. I've a, oh, a couple of minutes later, same thing. Beat a boy, and I passed it inside to get it back. And I hit him again. I hit the referee again. He was He shouldn't have been there. And I was, oh, and I was, I
3: was,
2: I was running by him. I, put, I didn't boot him, I tapped him on the arse.
3: Right.
2: But he didn't know who it was. There was, was a few players round the bell, but you always look for the linesman. they eh? came, uh-huh. so I'm like, oh, the linesman's got the flag up. So the referees walking to towards the linesman, and I'm just at the back of him, a couple of yards at the back of him. Then he's talking to the linesman. And he turns round, and I went, Johnston William, I'm <laughs> off. <laughs> he says, "You're fucking right, you're off." <laughs> <laughs> I got six weeks and £600 bringing the game into disrepute. Six weeks ago.
1: Six weeks? Yeah. £600 at that
2: time a lot of money. Oh, it was, oh, it was. Toasting beans for another one. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> the bears were starving.
1: Who did you enjoy playing with the most
2: with your, at your time at West Brom? Oh, as I say to you, when I played uh, Brian Robson, left side, and a young boy called Derek Statham, he was, a good, he was a good player. Kenny Sampson was a England fullback at the time, but Derek Stale was a, just the same class as him. And it was adorable for me. Honestly, they two. And I would get the ball, take the ball and cut it back. Yeah. Oh, it was simple, it was easy. And, but they were doing all the running, you know, they were working. But Brian Robson, what a player he was. Right. Honest. Even a young boy, he was 18 when he got on the team and you could see he was going to be... A really, really good player, and Laurie, Laurie Cunningham, and Big Cyril, they were brilliant. and Brendan, Brendan Martin, three degrees—that's what we called them. But they were all—they were all—they were good players.
1: Uh, Jimmy Phillips asks, ask him about being managed by Johnny Giles. You might have thought Giles wouldn't have liked an unorthodox player like Willie, but Willie was absolutely terrific for Giles. What was what was Johnny Giles like?
2: Oh, as I say, John Giles was a brilliant a, a brilliant footballer. But he was also a, a, a good coach. And he could talk to you. He talked to you like a man. He didn't treat you as a schoolboy or that, you know. Mm. And we, we were playing Portsmouth. Uh, Portsmouth, And I was playing outside left. And he and I come in at half time and I was shouting and ball. And I'm saying, for fuck's sake, give me the ball. Give me a kick. I am going to get a kick. And he just stood up and he, he just said, well, Willie, this is not the Willie Johnson show. This is West Bromwich Albion. And, and you won't fucking stand you there, because I know if I clear it, you'll get on the end there. I and then they don't want it to, no, or something. But, no, no, he knew how to handle it. And he treated you like a, a man. He, he came get you for a drink or a fag or mm. But he, he was good, tells you, honest. Mm. It was a Wednesday night at the Hawthorns, and I had been, on the Saturday, we played them at Goodison, and I had a hard time out there, and he was giving me a hard time out again, he was kicking, he was, and I had a swing up. Is that right? (laughs) Oh, jeez, I thought i broke my knuckles. I caught him on the (laughs) fucking (laughs) forehead. He got sent off at a You were sent off 22 times in your career? (laughs) I've been, wait a minute, yeah. no, no. i played for 22 seasons, so it only works on it one a season didn't it, that's how I looked at it, oh, I, I, as I said to you, I got sent off, I got dragged off a few times and all, but I sometimes I deserved it, I did, aye. the John McMaster one I did, because I stood them.
1: Can we talk about the John McMaster
2: one? Ah, ah well, I was on the bench that night and Greg told me to get warmed up and I warmed up but the, <laughs> Actually I, I thought it was Wally Muller who had come in. But I stood in You've stamped on his neck? Uh, it was bad. Really bad. i was sorry about that, didn't I? Oh it was bad yeah.
1: straight after it did you did you feel bad or
2: Oh no. It's is that felt, taken years or so to kind oh, of.? No, I could have hunt the boy. I, 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 I didn't even. I think it was just fucking red mist. Because we were getting beaten you know, on. and it didn't help, like, you know. But, uh, no, it was a bad one. Is it like, true that
1: he had to get resuscitated after that?
2: No no, no, no. It I thought so swallowed his tongue. Right. But he was, he was, he was alright. But it, it could have been nasty. No, no, I'm not proud of that, no.
0: And three minutes from time, the flare-up. Willie Johnson clashes with John McMaster, then appears to tramp on his throat. The referee tries to pull him away. The game had been very tosy just prior to this. Eight brookings in all. It looked at one stage as if the Aberdeen physio was giving McMaster the kiss of life. In fact, he was holding the neck up to aid breathing. Thus, Johnson, who came back to Rangers only this season, got marching orders for the 13th time in his career.
1: So that was in your second spell at Rangers, and... Do you think that was the beginning of the Rangers Aberdeen rivalry?
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> I know they all talk about when the boys done beat Girante up at for That was that didn't help, but I didn't help matters either. Seasons before, like you know, yeah. But we always found it was always hard against Aberdeen. You came when you went up there, or they came down there, and we played them a couple of times in semi-finals and that. There's always hard physical games, like you know.
1: Would that be the one that you say you regret the most?
2: The, the sending off. Yeah. Oh, aye, 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 definitely.
1: Would you have felt as bad if it was Willie Miller? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't think so because Willie <laughs> was a fucking yeah, He 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 refereed the game.
1: Gonzo seventy nine asks your favourite and least favourite away ground.
2: Oh, my favourite. I like I like to. Oh, I like going to Parkhead, the atmosphere at Parkhead was great, I loved that. When you won. My least hard growth in a cold (laughs) winter, fucking pissing a rainy day and the wind's howling. I think it would have to be hard growth.
1: Right, one of the the biggest incidents of your career is what happened at the World Cup. Are you comfortable talking about it? Aye. aye, Aye. aye. So, World Cup 78, which is getting played in Argentina. You get picked for the squad. You must have been over the moon.
2: Oh, I knew I I was going going, uh, to Argentina because we'd played... I was in the team and I knew... The year before, we went to Chile... Argentina and Brazil. After we qualified, we were on tour in the three and we beat Chile. We drew with Argentina, and I got sent off. I got dragged off. And after the game, Big Luki, who Argentinian centre forward, he come for my jersey, for the right back, Ternia. I always mind his name. He was an animal, I'm not an animal. And I said, I'm not giving on my jersey. I wouldn't swap jerseys. And Big Luke had told me then he says, John Stone, John Stone, my friend, my friend, do not come back to Argentina. And with the daddy, I went by <laughs> I shouldn't have played. I had hay fever and I tinned two tablets and then, and seemingly in these tablets of his of substance it made you play better football. no the way I played? Enhancing <laughs> your performance. I didn't I didn't enhance my performance. <laughs> like you will sure you So you took them
1: before what game? Before we played the. Uh, was it Peru. Peru? It was Peru, eh? It was
2: Peru, yeah. First game. I, I shouldn't have played, but I went all that way. I was thinking, oh, it's just hay fever, you're sneezing, temperature. But I didn't feel right either. I should, I should, I should have said to him, I didn't, he? but I was wanting playing play in the World Cup. You know, I was just like to but that was a nightmare, coming back. So, before before we get to that, right, so
1: you've played in the game. Before the game, you took two antihistamines, right? Alright. Uh, you've played the game. What happens after the game? A drug test. So you get taken
2: in for a drug test. I'm not thinking anything. Oh, I'm going for a drug test. Yeah. I'm taking a drugs Me and Kenny, Douglas, and the two boys, Kabilis and the other boy, I think it was the right back I was playing and I'm peering the in the tube and Kenny's peering and I'm looking at his and I'm looking at mine I'm looking, I'm looking, with some <laughs> and fucking mine's was orange. That night I found out that I was getting banned and oh well then it just kicked off.
1: Is it true that Scotland tried to keep it
2: a secret? No. 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 What well, I wanted to appeal. I wanted to appeal about drugs. I didn't want to get sent him for taking drugs. Everybody's you're sticking needles in your ear and sniffing fucking lava. And when uh, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't let me appeal, they sent me home. They put me in the back of your car with a blanket over my head and eight hours drive to Buenos Aires,
1: Fucking hell.
2: And then eight hours went to the British cons- consulate. I was sitting there for hours and then we had to drive to the airport. I was sitting in the airport. <laughs> That's when they come in with the guns they well, put me on the bus. I was one of the boys on the bus. The yeah. planes over here and there. I'm going, oh, I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting shot here. Uh-huh. What I'm was the f- reason behind that? Two guards put me on the bus. Frightening. I'm so, Then it was Buenos Aires to Rio, Rio to Paris, Paris to London, London. Oh, I right? I got off at London and I'm surrounded with police. From getting, <laughs> getting honest. It was, yeah. it was horrendous.
0: Willie Johnston flew back to Britain today, crossing the globe in a half-empty DC-10, all alone. The first part of his journey from Rio to Paris lasted 11 hours. He slept little, half-watched the movie, and pecked at his food. When we joined his flight in Paris, he looked tired and very unhappy. I asked him how he felt. Sick! Cause you just leave me alone, please? He'd been travelling for three days, he said, after being smuggled out of the back entrance of Scotland's training camp. He told me he'd spent those three days wondering what he would say when he got home. For the first time, he read his own story in the British newspapers, and he didn't like what he saw. Much of what they say about me is wrong, he said, but he did confirm to me that he had taken two pills before the match with Peru. He'd had a cold for a week, he said, and thought they might clear his head. But he claimed it never occurred to him the pills contain drugs on the banned list. He wasn't even worried when he took the dope test. At Heathrow Airport, London, he was met by Ron Atkinson, the manager of his home team, West Bromwich Albion. Mr Atkinson had told reporters before the arrival, believe me, I don't think the lad's done anything very awful. Willie's a good player, a good professional. Willie Johnston himself said he had been very silly. He was looking forward now to seeing his family and then getting away for a while to try to forget it all. A cordon of burly policemen carved a path for him through the massed ranks of the press at Heathrow. They helped him into a car and he was on the last leg of his journey home. Geoffrey Archer, News at 10, with Willie Johnson.
2: Big Rod met me and I couldn't make phone calls through Argentina. Scotland wouldn't let me make a phone call. I couldn't even phone for the British consulate. I wouldn't let me phone. Why, why do you think? We, I everyone... don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't let me phone. Him, I was watching for my wife. I got to Heathrow and Big Ron was meeting me. And I kept saying, where's, where's Margaret and the Bairns? She says, I'm nice wine, bud. The Bairns are getting looked after and your wife's in Oxford. In a hotel in Oxford. Because she was getting a life out there. Down in Birmingham. And he says to me, yeah, these tablets left. <laughs> he says, I've had a hell of a drive. Oh,
3: you <laughs> And he went,
2: the good news is, I've got you a new contract. I says, a new contract? I said, oh, I only signed one last year. I said, it's a three-year contract. He so. says, oh, this is a better one. I said, what, what, what is it like? She's boots that came in. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, that was it. I said, ah, just get me him. Uh, it was, honest, it was terrible. Mm. Really, really terrible. It was a nightmare. It was, oh, no, I'm looking. No and um, they could have handled it a lot better. They should have handled it a lot better, but they didn't. They, they just wanted me with... You're
1: talking about Scotland, ah, the SFA? Ah, the SFA. So this is obviously a big incident in your career, and everybody's, oh. <laughs> every, everybody um, has asked loads of questions about it. And Kenny Smith wants to know, do you think in this day and age you could have sued the SFA for millions after the way you were threw under the
2: bus? Probably could have sued them for no, no letting me appeal. Because every person's allowed to appeal. In the Olympic Games, if you have a, a drug station feel like you have another one 24 hours later just to make sure. And I would have gladly attended that, 'cause in that. Because <laughs> enhancing performances, be was the opposite. And I didn't know what was in the, the tablets. I wouldn't have had in the tablets. Simple as that. But they, they definitely handled it all right, the SFA. Are you still bitter about it? Oh, oh! they've asked me to go to the Hall of Fame. I says, I'm in the Hall of Shame. I says, I didn't even go to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I
3: said,
2: I'll, I'll not go in your Hall of Fame. No, you refused it. Yeah, no, I'll not entertain them. I'll not even go to your Scotland game. I've been asked to go to Scotland game. I'll not go to a Scotland game. i watch it on the telly or in the pub. And I'll shout my head off for Scotland. I won't go. I no. won't go to Hamden.
1: And you never played for Scotland there ever again.
2: No, I got I got banned for life for playing for Scotland. For Scotland, yeah. no, I was, I was thirty-two and it was coming. And I was I knew this was the last chance to play in the World Cup. But oh no, that was the lowest. The, that the lowest I've ever felt in my footballing life. And then that's when I decided, big Ron would not he? transfer me. But I was not getting a game. I, I was. I was coming on as a sub, and I, I, ach, it was all going wrong for me and I wanted to move. I kept I was going to Queen's Park Rangers, but I didn't want to move to London. I wanna like Birmingham and London was a bit bigger than that. You had the kids and you would have to get them into your school in London, like you know, i have seen to myself, No, and then Vancouver came in, Tony Wales. I went to Canada. It was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And uh, I'm yelling uh, ball, great pal, big, big uh, Phil Parks, Kevin Hector, Trevor Weimark, Carl Valentine. I was the daft Scotsman. I was the crowd pooler for but uh, bum zone seats, as they say earlier. And I had the time of my life there. Two seasons I had, two and a bit. And as I say, we won the soccer ball. Uh, it was a great night. Great, great, great. For Vancouver. Vancouver had never won anything. Ice hockey or basketball or anything. They won it as soccer.
3: Mm.
1: And it was, I
2: do know, it was a great time.
1: You had mentioned earlier that was when they had some big stars playing for the Cosmos. and
2: Oh, I, oh, oh, Christ.
1: Yeah? <laughs> the
2: Cosmos and the New York, the yeah, New York Cosmos there. Uh, Los Angeles, has Christ played at Los Angeles. Bestie was playing at San Jose. Oh, there were a few there. A lot of Dutchmen and all. A lot of Dutch boys out there. It was good. It was good. Luck. Going out there was your motivation to
1: get away from the kind of the, the line. Oh,
2: could I, I? was getting dogs abuse in in England. You know when I was going to, not him, no, no, the West mm-hmm. fans, but when I was going to away ground. And I was playing or I was on the bench, I was always junkie, junkie junky and you're taking this and doing that and I'm oh. and' I was just getting doing and doing and doing. The best thing I happened to me was when hit, when West Brom let me go. I was in uh, San Jose and it wasn't long ago and we got a corner and it was it was a playoff game and I was looking at a big clock and I'm looking at the clock and I was Couple of minutes, five minutes to go or something. And I'm taking my time putting the bodge and taking an answer and uh, Peter Daniel got a touch on it. But before I did it there was a wee Scotch boy stunning <laughs> Hey wee man, do you want a drink? I oh, said I love a drink, it was warm. And he gave me this bottle of beer and it was warm beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. And they're all shooting for me to take the corner and I said, remember that. That was, that's
1: what i done. You swung it in and you scored for it, Ah, Yeah,
2: eh? yeah. We went, that's the year we won it. Do you think
1: football was lacking the type of personality that that you... Yeah, well,
2: with? for me nowadays, they take it, it's too serious. It's a game, but it's big, big money now. And you couldn't get away with half the things that, that we done. Days. So too many cameras for a start. <laughs> <laughs> You've you got in front of the SAP every week. It's still enjoyable now. I know. I know. Guys. Some games you're, you you fall asleep just watching it. Pass, back, forward, back, back, cross, in, back, cross. Oh, very boring until you see somebody that's going to go buy people and take them on.
1: So you you had your spell at, at
2: Vancouver. Um, which you really really enjoyed, but you came back. I went back to Rangers because John Greg phoned me up. I was going to reach All right. I had arranged in Vancouver. I met Mario, we Mario Kyra, one of the directors in there, and he asked me what I was doing. I said I was coming back to Kirkcaldy. And I was going to open my pub and play football for another couple of seasons. So that would have done me. But Greg, he phoned me up. I was in Toronto. And I was in the room, and the phone went, and, and it was Greggy. He says, "What are you doing?" I said, "I've got the Rovers." He says, "What, be coming back to Rangers?" I says, "No, I'm not coming back, John." He says, bud, do me a favour, come back to Rangers for a season, but two seasons, and all my ideas kick Davy Cooper's ass. That's one of the reasons. What? That's what I said to him. He says, Buddy's a player, but he's uh, he's." And when I came in, nobody knew I was signing for Rangers. Rangers. We be him off at the door he went, what are you doing here? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm here to see the manager. <laughs> and I went in the dressing room and Coop went, oh, fuck, I can pack my bags. I says, David, you're going nowhere, son. I'm going to make your life miserable. Every day I'll be kicking the shite out of you. Every day I'll be Martin. you. Every day I'll be getting on to you. And Coop was a player. I helped him a wee bit.
1: Is that right? You take some credit for that.
2: Oh, I definitely. But that's why I went back to Rangers, basically. Got a, plus a new and I knew Gregory. and I've i played a few. I've done no bad, but I was starting to come near the end, and I knew I knew that myself. No, no for Rangers standing, you know. Hmm. And then I, I went to the Hearts. I had two seasons at Hearts, uh, but I, I was lucky at the Hearts because there was Sandy and Doddy who were the managers, and I had. Uh, Gary Mackay, Davy Bowman, Craig Levine, John Robertson—all young boys who were doing all the running. I know I was doing was showing them, keeping the ball and passing it, and, and it was easy for me. I enjoyed that. That was good. Two years we had that. Yeah. Two, two years at the heart, but I, I really enjoyed it. Very good. But then I knew, I knew it was coming. I was 38, and I went. I played the reserve game at Tynecastle. We played Celtic and we got beat 6-1. And this young boy, I was playing in the middle of the party this time, and this young boy was playing wide on the left, and I kept shouting at him, go, come back, go, come back, go, come back. And he, oh, he was, oh, I don't know, he just wasn't included. In. And I, I say to him in the bath after the game, I says, did you know what I was trying to tell you about trying to lose the ball? You go run, me, come back quick, and I'll give you the ball. He said, what the fuck are you kidding about football? So <laughs> <how> he says <laughs> Says you're absolutely right, sir. I walked in, put my clothes on, phoned my wife, says, I'm signing night in Edinburgh and that's me. I'm going in tomorrow morning and I just walked in and I says to Doddy, I'm not. that's it, that's enough. I knew, I knew it was time. Do
1: you know who that player was? No. no.
2: no. Eh? I wonder what happened to that boy. But I don't know where he went. But he was, he he was, I had a great career. I, I had 22 years of it. 23 years. I loved every minute. And I met a lot of great People good 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 players are mm. nice boys. Can you still see them, yeah?
1: A lot of great memories,
2: eh? Oh aye.
1: After Hearts it says he's fife. Did you play for East Fife? No. <laughs> 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 I
2: bet mean, I know, I was working at the about I opened the pub. Right. And my pal was David Clark, the manager, he's fife. And Clark had come in at the pub one night and he says to me, What are you did? I said, I'm working. He says, What are you did on Saturday? I says, I'm working. He says, I want you to come and give hand out, play a couple of games. I says, David I'm no fat. He says, I have a young Three games. And they had to get so many points for these three games to stay up, but they were getting really good. Oh, yeah. He says, just play three games for me. And there's a holiday in it for you if we stay up to Cyprus. I says, I can't go on holiday. I said, no, I'm running up pub now. Anyway, we stayed up. And honest, the boy never come out there yet. I was like, that. <laughs> <laughs> it was like tennis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh,
3: betty, here, betty, here.
2: Hi. Oh, but it stood up. And did but you get your holiday? I didn't go on the holiday. Oh, did you know? Oh, no, I didn't go. Uh, Clark, he, he thanked me. He said, thanks very much, but It was brilliant. But I said, no, David, that's it. I'm not playing again. I had enough. I, 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 I had enough. At the end of the heart, so I can't, it was time to do it, but I only went by hill hell, baby. Again, that was all. Yeah. That, that was all it was.
1: So there was a couple of times that you could have signed for the Rovers and you chose not to. Do you wish
2: you, you could have turned out for the Rovers? Oh, I, I, I aye, I wanted, it was handy for me. I would have been ideal to train two nights a week, have a pub along the road, but, uh, no, it didn't work out. Gordon, Gordon Wallace was the manager, and I was training with him. And he says, "Come in and see me after the, the training." And I'm thinking, I'm going in. To, to sign and he says to me, "Do you want to come here?" I says, well, you, you want me to sign?" And he was humping to And, and I said, "Look, Gordon, just fucking tell me if you know not me, you don't know want me. That's simple as that." He says, "Well, I don't know about this and that. I don't know your fan. You know." And, I says, oh, and I went to him and uh, Sandy phoned me, Sandy John, What are you doing, bud? I says, no, oh, nothing. He says, what have you to the heart? I went across the same by the hearts. Right. Yeah, I at
1: the start of your career, you could have went to the Rovers. When you were in Vancouver, you could have went to the Rovers. Aye. And then after Rangers, the second time, you could have no. went to the Rovers.
2: And it just never happened. No, at the start my career, I should have went to the Rovers. But I went to Rangers. It ah, worked out all right, yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah, I, have the, I have the only regret, I've got Argentina. that's yeah. all, right. that's, that's the yeah. only thing I've got. We're Rangers, Fiorentina, uh, Long Island, we were playing there, and we are playing them in a, a game, Fiorentina, and, and they could kick him off, and this boy was, he was another one, he was kicking the shite with me, he got sent off, and then that's when they started dragging you up. if they get one off, they're wanting to equal you ball. And I went, I'm, the referee, I, I went, I've done nothing, nothing at all. And the referee's telling me to go. I says, no, I'm not gone, I'm not walking. And that's when the big policeman come on with the gun. Is that right? They <laughs> take me off the park. <laughs> <laughs> gun point. I'm, I'm going. oh fuck, I better go now. Is that right? Yeah, uh, no, gone point. Well, he's going gone Go. <laughs> I didn't mess up? <laughs> <laughs> <an> absolute craziness. <laughs>
1: Andy Smith asks Ryan Kent, current Rangers winger, if you were his manager, what advice would you give him to
2: improve his game? Ah, uh, that's, that's He's for me, he's no improved. He's no, he's went backwards actually. I mean, he's stopped doing what he what he should be doing. is going by people on the outside, no coming in and 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 and. and he's just cluttering up. But I think he's lost his confidence and. I don't know, well, his contract's up in six months or something, so he's maybe had enough at Rangers, actually. He maybe can't handle it, I don't know. Because it's very hard. It's hard, 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 week in and week out to play for Rangers football club. In terms of what? The pressure it's on you. A lot of boys can't handle it. A lot of boys. I've seen good players know how handle it, but... no handle not. but... I would just go back to basics for them and, and, and do what you're good at and, and knock it by them. If you can, six-yard line, anywhere, inside the box, anything. They'll whip it in, that's, what, that's your job done. Boys get on the end there. Yeah? You're putting it in the box, there's got to be people there. And it's better if it comes in that way instead of coming in that way. Did you feel the pressure at Rangers? A few times. Aye. Oh, aye. I was... Uh, I had a, a few few times I didn't want to play. I was playing. Uh, I wasn't playing well. I was getting booed. But uh, that's when I say, "Waddle, says, you'll play through it. You'll play through it. You know, which is a good thing. Boy, uh, boys it boys' is different. Some of boys can handle it. You know, I'll, I'll get. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'll. I'll, I'll get better. And then it's oh, some of them don't. They just lose confidence, and that's it. Hmm. So I be be confident on the ball. Take the ball. If you're having a bad night and there's fifty thousand people on your back, you're no longer hearing no. them. Uh, so when you look back on your career, Willie, what stands out to you? What stands out? What
1: stands out? <laughs>
2: uh, what stands out? I suppose you go to say scoring two goals in a European final for your club. But for me, my, my Scotland England at Wembley and I always wanted to play at Wembley and I must the FA Cup now, but I enjoyed that, plus between the pitch home and the goalpost <laughs> yeah. day. plus we won. That's the 77 game. The 77 game? 77, aye. Yeah, at Wembley. That's, that, I, I enjoyed that day. That was a great day. We were playing well. Scotland Scotland was playing well. We had qualified. England hadn't they qualified for the, the World Cup. That. No, it was just to play at Wembley, I think. You know, just, you, you played at Hamden, you played in the Maracana, but I hadn't played at Wembley, so maybe that, that's, that's probably what it was. And beating England. And beating England, <laughs> that's a <bonus>. <laughs> <laughs> They beat us a couple of times, not, but I hope my own back in there. That was
1: good. Yeah, how many caps did you get for Scotland? 22, I think. 21 or 22. 22. I missed a few. Did you?
2: <laughs> maybe I got me, but I, I, I did not. <laughs> did you get the cap for, for Peru? Did you get that? No, you did get a cap for... Scotland only gave you a cap for uh, home games, home internationals. Really? Aye, nah, you didn't get a cap for foreign foreign teams. You get recognised, but you did get a, a cap. I didn't know that. Where England players could get caps. Even in Scotland, if you played against Ireland, Wales and England... If you played in the three games, you didn't get three caps. They gave you one cup, but then name was that you right? You the tight bastards. <laughs> 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 you didn't get three. You got the, the one. I've still got. There's a couple of the bed. Oh, have you? we in England. You got a cap for every game. Aye, and you, you, cups, you, got, a, you got a hundred caps. You got. You've got a hundred. Where the fuck would you keep a hundred <laughs> cups? Uh, but in Scotland, you only got the one cap say in England, Ireland, Wales, wasn't it? i see if you feel you.
1: Willie, I want to thank you for your time. Oh, no nice problem. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, and some of the stories, I was actually expecting half of these stories not to be true, but they're all true. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah.
1: Thanks very much, man. Oh, you're welcome. Cheers.